0: So well, it's Tuesday, right?
1: It sure is.
0: Did you check the T-Mobile Tuesday app? I
1: didn't. App? You just reminded me.
0: Well, I have a story to tell you about T-Mobile Tuesday app. Do you? Um, Yeah. Well, let's just say that I got the premium Major League Baseball thing for free. Okay. But now it has broken the app. What? The app does not refresh any of the scores. You go in to look at scores and it'll say TBD. And you could go back three days ago and any of those games that are already done say TBD to be decided. So I sent them a support request today. We'll see what Uh, happens. Good. But it's just funny because I'm not mad at T-Mobile. As much as I'm mad at the baseball people. Because I think what's happened is they've switched my account to my old email address rather than my current email address. And I think that there's information stored in cookies that are only readable by the old email address. See, that's what I think is going on, but I don't know.
1: Well, that's weird. You really should check T-Mobile Tuesday today. Because they're giving away a free subscription to Hearst one of the Hearst magazine's magazines.
0: I don't even know what a Hearst magazine is.
1: There's a bunch of them. They have like an entire lineup. We're about to get a free subscription to a magazine I like.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Enjoy. I will. So
1: And for once it's not an e subscription. It appears to be an actual physical magazine, which makes me happy because I like actual things. What magazines. do you
0: think about what I told you earlier about Amazon?
1: About the, about the, about the, um, raising postal rates?
0: Just for them.
1: Just for them? hmm Um, sounds like bullshit to me, especially from who it came from, who is all pissed off. But isn't
0: the postal service considered a business? like a business that the government is in, right? They're selling postage, and yes. then the serve, actually what they're selling is, they're not actually selling postage. What they're selling you is the deli- service, which is the delivery of mail. Right. And so it's not like it's your right to have mail delivered, and so you just drop it in the mailbox for free. You have to pay. Obviously. So why couldn't a business charge their biggest customer more money? Because they know their biggest customer needs them?
1: I don't think... Amazon would use USPS for very long if USPS raised the rates. I think they would push more into their Amazon delivery and use them way less.
0: You know what I'm going to tell you? What? I think Amazon um, foresaw this whole situation.
1: I think so too. I think that's where it came from.
0: Because that's why they started their own delivery service. And that's why if you notice, like in the beginning, their own delivery service was horrendous. They couldn't even find our building.
1: Our giant apartment building was somehow invisible to these morons that worked for Amazon in the beginning.
0: They seem to have fixed that problem. We don't have that problem anymore.
1: Yeah. I. You know what, though? Just because the news is reporting it now does not mean there hasn't been quiet threats of it for...
0: Exactly. You well, know what happens? And months, and
1: months and months and months.
0: A lot of companies, and Amazon's no different, but a lot of companies have essentially... There's a new software, well, I'm not sure how new it is, but there's a new, newer software that you pass it the address information and it'll tell you which service has the cheapest shipping because so many people offer free shipping. Right. So for Amazon, that's the same thing. You know, they're giving me two-day free shipping. They need to find which carrier is going to deliver it for the cheapest. Well, exactly. And what will happen, like anything else they'll just pass the cost on to their to their vendors. Like Matt Matt's company sells their products through Amazon, but they ship a bunch to Amazon and then they go from the Amazon warehouses. Well, if they're going to charge them higher shipping fees to ship things, they're going to pass they'll them on. They'll have in the company ship fees. it
1: directly so that there yeah. no higher fees are being paid, yeah. too.
0: Yeah. So, you know, it seems like a dumb idea.
1: They will take Every avenue possible not to have to pay those higher rates. So if the if the government decides that the U.S. Postal Service is going to do this to Amazon, well, they thought they were in trouble already. Not making enough money because people weren't sending as much physical mail. Yeah. They'll be in more trouble after. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. Because I, I honestly feel like, okay, you look at the packages that get delivered around our building at least 50% of them are Amazon packages. Yeah.
0: Well, and that's what they're complaining. They're saying Amazon's gotten too big.
1: Well, sorry, but it's capitalism.
0: And I say, well, and what I say is, yeah, go away, government. Don't don't interfere with free commerce. Like the re- there's a reason why Amazon is getting so big. And buying everything. And people are saying, oh, Amazon's going to own everything. There's reason. so is Google. But there's reason. It's because they do it better than everyone else.
1: And then one day, the amazing disruptor will come in. Yeah. And Amazon will die. Yeah.
0: And it starts all over again. That's a cycle. It happens. Right. I I mean. I did a stint. I did a stint back in mm, the late 90s mm -hmm. at this company called The Big Store it was TheBigStore.com. And they had their original idea, okay? Remember, Amazon came from being an online bookstore. I know. Okay? That's
1: why their logo is A to Z.
0: But Exactly. But The Big Store came on with the idea of, hey, let's have JCPenney and Sears sell through our site. Because online retail is where it's going to be at and they don't have their own ability to do that so let's offer that to them and we'll charge them a percentage of whatever we process through our uh-huh. site okay but then they started offering it to smaller retailers sound familiar mm-hmm. and a bunch of people were selling products through there so they were basically the amazon before amazon mm-hmm. but what happened was <laughs> amazon no they did amazon started to come on uh-huh And then Amazon immediately went kind of global. Like, they didn't just stick in the United States. They were like, boom, let's go to China. Let's go here. Let's go there. So the big store decided to do the same thing. The only thing is (laughs) they didn't take the time to research the culture. And so they were releasing websites in colors that, like, in Japan meant death. And so then people in other countries were deathly afraid of the place. And refused to shop there. And so, woo, they fizzled out.
1: Well, yeah. Amazon started with books. And then they started releasing their own book technology. And then they slowly started releasing other office type things. And then they figured, well, if you're going to do home office, well, why not do the entire freaking household? Right. If you're going to supply the household, why not supply the clothing? If you're going to supply all that shit, why not supply groceries and... All of this stuff, and they just and they kept just expanding. Keep
0: getting, well, and then they went from the supplying groceries online. They actually went backwards, if you think about it. Then they bought Whole Foods. Except but for... But we know why they bought Whole Foods, right? Do you know why they bought Whole Foods? Amazon, I have an opinion. Amazon Fresh? Yeah, it's for the delivery network. Yeah, I don't... It's the distribution network that I, Whole Foods already has in place. They don't have the think, stores. They could care less about the stores. I
1: think grocery stores or whoever they were getting, they're... Amazon fresh goods from before they bought Whole Foods was gouging them, Yeah. and so it was better business for them to purchase Whole Foods than it was. Yeah.
0: But that's to continue. how, but that's how the society should work. That's how our market system should work.
1: What's well, a pre-existing if distribution? If you, center. And if you
0: know what you are doing and you beat everybody else out, well, kudos to you.
1: And Whole Foods is across the country already, or yeah. wherever it is. It may not be all the way across the country. I don't know, of course, but. It's pre-existing distribution centers. They didn't have to build any new infrastructure. They don't have to... Oh, Amazon Fresh coming soon to Texas. No. They bought Whole Foods, so there's already a distribution center. It's Amazon Fresh has arrived in Texas.
0: Yep. This is true.
1: But somebody will come along. Like, if you remember, in the early 2000s, all there was, like, chat platform-wise, was, like, Yahoo Messenger. And then MSN Messenger came out and kind of destroyed Yahoo Messenger. And then Skype bought MSN Messenger and kind of tried to kill everything. And now there's Slack, and it's trying to take down the all business. Of it,
0: but then the irony of it is Skype bought MSN Messenger and from Microsoft and killed it off. And then Microsoft turned around and bought Skype.
1: And Skype is a worse platform than MSN Messenger was. Skype
0: is even worse now than it was when Microsoft bought it. It's become this big, giant, bloated piece of garbage.
1: I remember trying to Skype with a friend, and then it just wasn't working. Like, my my parents have shitty internet. They've always had shitty internet, so it was not super surprising that it wasn't working. But then, we tried MSN instead, because you know how MSN used to have games? Mm Mm-hmm. So we were gonna video chat and play a game at the same time? And it was flawless on the same shitty ass internet connection. So, like, I don't know. Skype just doesn't it doesn't do what I needed to do in my life. It's better now than it like the the voice call quality now is better than it used to be, but everything else is still garbage.
0: Yeah. Agreed.
1: Yeah. A disruptor always comes along and destroys everything for the big company. Yeah. And I don't I don't think a single disruptor could take down Amazon. No, but they but could they beat could them back. Them.
0: But they could beat them back in certain areas.
1: Like if somebody else decided to come in and corner one of the markets Amazon is sitting well, in. Well like let's
0: say let's say one of the big grocery distribution companies, like Kroger. Okay. Did better than Amazon Fresh. What if Kroger what if Kroger paid to have a website built just to mimic Amazon Fresh? Just that part. Yeah. They could and cut then them completely, out of the market. And then just completely kick their ass because, come on, let's face it Whole Foods ain't getting the best prices. Uh-uh. But Kroger will. Right. So they can go to the same supplier, both companies, to get the same product. But Kroger's going to kick Amazon's ass because they're going to get it cheaper. So I say, Do you- I say, it's, anything's possible, but you're not going to take Amazon down. But what you are going to do is knock them back in certain areas, like groceries, for instance.
1: Right. And I feel like Walmart is the grocery retailer currently working on that. I agree with you. I think...
0: I don't even think. More people have to think exactly like this for that I thought, because they have to. Because when I heard... That you could go to Walmart, buy things, submit your receipt, and they give you back money on things they were higher than other places, I was very skeptical at first. So at first, I would check the prices myself in advertisements and be like, wait a second, it's 49 cents cheaper on sale. They gave me 49 cents back. They didn't lie. So after a (laughs) while, I got to really trust them. Well... Like I tell the kids, they'll say to me, "Oh, Dad, you know, Mom said this was on sale at Ralph's." Yeah, but I got to drive all the way over to Ralph's, and then all the way back home when I'm already at Walmart. Might as well buy it at Walmart, and in a couple days they'll have money on my card waiting for me.
1: Well, and in that in that case too, you'd if it's like twenty five cents cheaper, you're not going to you're going to spend that twenty five cents in gas driving over. Yeah, easily. Let's be real now.
0: So, and I think you're right. I think that's what Walmart's quietly working on is kicking I think their so too. butt.
1: I think, I think, okay, they've got that you order online and then you just have to stop at Walmart and pick up your mm-hmm. grocery thing right now. I think as soon as they get that rolled out everywhere, a delivery service will follow. Yeah,
0: I agree with you. They do stuff in um, faces.
1: Right. They don't have the luxury of doing what Amazon does and just Hello, we've done this.
0: Right, like they don't have that kind of money. Right. But that's why I say I don't think you'll ever completely destroy Amazon, but you can definitely take over segments of the market. Now, Barnes and Noble tried. They tried to get into the e reader market. And they lost that battle. They lost that battle handily.
1: People still buy the Nook
0: though. But see, the actual Nook, the only Nook that's available anymore is a little tiny one. After anything else, it's just a tablet from Samsung.
1: Well, yeah. I don't know. So
0: you're really buying a tablet that has an app on it. You're not buying an e-reader.
1: That's branded Nook. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's, I don't know. It's a strange world when you want to knock down a company and charge it more money because it's doing well.
1: No, I I mean, don't, I, that's not okay. I don't think that's right.
0: I totally get that they're going to negotiate contracts. I get that. But mm, they got to be careful. Because it's not, it's not going to, in the end, Amazon's already so big, as I started saying before, that it isn't going to hurt them. They're going to push it off onto their vendor. And they're going to tell their vendor to ship it to here and to there and they're not going to charge they're not going to charge shipping to us Prime members and they're not going to reimburse the vendor for the shipping either
1: right so they're just going to make more money
0: and the, and the vendor can't go somewhere else because let's face it Amazon has more attention paid to it what do we do? I mean I watch both of us we do this and so do the kids first thing you go oh I want to get those Nike socks right to Amazon let's see how much it is like instantly right? I open my Amazon app more times than I care to think about <laughs> because I'm either looking for a book and I want to see if it's on the Kindle Unlimited uh-huh. or I want to see what something costs like what the price of something is right and it's amazing for that
1: I think if Amazon could fix Audible to the point where it was actually I don't know, worth what the hell you pay for it every month I would like Audible a lot.
0: Okay. This is what I don't understand. If you think about it, there was... There was... um, Spotify. There was Napster. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember what the one with the R was called. I don't remember what it was called, but it came from... Real media that had the real player. And then they made a music service that started with an R. And, okay. and I've subscribed to all three in the past. All three.
1: And there's Apple Music as well. Who does the Now there's thing.
0: Apple Music, right? And there's Google Play Music.
1: And there's okay? another one. The one that but, Mitch was telling But us about. what do
0: you think is the draw to an online music service?
1: It's a giant catalog of everything you could ever want to listen to for one flat monthly fee. You don't have to pay... I want this song, 99 cents. I want this song, 99 cents.
0: Okay, now, question for you. You realize that they rotate in and out catalog items sometimes too, right?
1: Yeah, but you never notice because there's such a giant, vast catalog.
0: Exactly, because if you go to play that and it's not there, you just go on and play something. It's a
1: little weird when it's in a playlist and it just like skips that song. Yeah. You're just like, all right then.
0: Okay. So you're saying that the price. For the price, you're getting a great value.
1: Well, because, okay, before Spotify, I was probably spending 20-ish dollars a month on music from tunes. because there'd be a song I'd really want to listen to, and I'd be on my phone and not in right. the world of pirates, and I would want it then, and I'd pay 99 cents for it.
0: See, like for me, having worked for a music company, I got a lot of promo CDs for free. Okay. I had over two thousand CDs.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And I literally had like access to a playground full of music. Right. And then working in the music store as the manager, oh I want to hear this new C D by so and so. Boom, open it. Let's listen to it. It was my choice. It was nice. You
1: basically worked inside of a of a Old Spotify. (laughs) Right.
0: Like a manual Spotify. Well, that's what's funny because back then, back then there was a service that came out and they would have this like kiosk and you'd punch in song titles out of a catalog Mm -hmm. with numbers and then it would create a mixed tape for you with it completely labeled and everything and they'd charge you, you know, so much per song that, that was on there. But anyway.
1: That's pretty
0: neat. So why, if you think about it, Why wouldn't a place like Amazon do the same thing with with Audibles? So, yeah, they do it with Kindle Unlimited. So, why wouldn't they take the audiobooks and do the same thing and make it more worthwhile? Like, hell, I'm not even saying give you unlimited access because I'm sure what the part of the deal is is. Royalties. The royalties are probably higher for book writers, authors, than it is for musicians. Well, hold
1: on some, a second. Let me clarify something. If you've never used Audible, when you subscribe to Audible through Amazon, it's $15 a month. Which doesn't sound so horrendous if you're getting some value. Right. You get one free audiobook per month. And yeah, then like one. a 10% discount on a second one or something like that. That's it. That's what you get for your $15 a month. Okay. Now you continue.
0: (laughs) It's, there needs to be more value. So I'm not saying, you know, like I said, maybe the royalty structure for an author is different than for a musician. Maybe, maybe because musicians, musicians tend to sell millions and millions of copies of whatever they release that they get a smaller cut. Okay. Maybe that's what it is. But whatever it is, they need to offer more value. Maybe up it to three books for $15 or four books for $15. Or even make it they so you have don't have own, to own it, them. They don't have to make it unlimited. Right. And then, or, yeah, or make it so you don't own it. In which case, then it could be like a Spotify. Or, quite frankly, why not just go the Kindle Unlimited route for Audible? You have X number of slots in your queue. When it's full and you want to add one, you got to check one back in. Get this. And notes. and think about it though. They're all audio recordings that are streaming over the internet. So what are what is it if 50 million people at one time picked Yogi's biography to listen to, it wouldn't cost them anything more than if those same 50 million people listened to 50 million different books.
1: Get this though. Kindle Unlimited has Some audiobooks.
0: Yeah. I know. I've
1: seen them. And it's $9.99 a month. You can read everything you want to read. And that's that's my point. If
0: they can do that, I am sorry. To me, having text on a screen or having somebody talk to you, they're both delivered electronically. Right. So to me, they're taking up just as much space they cost just as much bandwidth to deliver. They cost just as much storage to store them. Exactly. So you know what? If you can do it with the with the ebooks, you can do it with the audiobooks. You sure and that's could. where that service could improve. Because at that point, it would be worth gosh, even if they charged $15.99 for it, it would be worth it if you could get exactly. ten books in your queue and move them in and out whenever you wanted to.
1: Or even if they just made it so you could download and put in your queue ten books per month.
0: Yeah, well, it would like, work. Come on now, there's got to be
1: something better you can do.
0: That kind of stuff. Mm, that kind of stuff drives me crazy because it's almost like they're aware of the possibility, but they don't give a crap. Yeah, yeah. And I suppose as long as people keep buying into their service at fifteen ninety nine a month for one book. They're going to keep selling it at 15 99 a month for one buck. Why probably, change? Probably. Why change? You know? More people need to, like, there's an refrain opening there. from buying.
1: People. There's an opening there for an intelligent person.
0: Yep. Take Audible
1: away from Amazon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway. Is- well, exactly. And that's one of the companies is trying to do that. And I can't remember what it was that I didn't like about their service. And they had, like, music, movies... And books.
1: Is that the one that also has magazines? Yes. Um, their selection was garbage.
0: No, the one that they showed me was excellent. Was it? But there was just something about it. I think it was a little more expensive. The one I that I saw, their selection
1: was. was all like B list things that you've never heard of but in your life.
0: Anyway, anything else exciting going on in your end of the world?
1: No. I've pretty much lived in a hut of work for the last two days, so nothing exciting has happened. Yeah, well. Except for Mike Pence. <laughs> and that, we talked about that yesterday. All these
0: days are so long because <laughs> we're working and needing to get work done early. And like Thursday will be that way because we have track meet to go to.
1: Yay! I love short days. Not. That's so yogi. Anyway, I have nothing else to say.
0: Okay. Well, then I guess we should boogie on down the road. What do you say?
1: I say good night, everyone.
0: Hasta bye bye. Hi, everyone. This is Mike, and I truly hope you enjoyed this show. You're able to subscribe to this show on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. So as to never miss an episode. If, by chance, you did miss an episode here or there, you can catch up on all shows, past and present, by heading over to Yogi's Podcast Network.com forward slash TNR Show. Thanks for listening.